0: Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth and I am your host. Today's episode is just more of a fun and relaxed personal reflection slash story. I don't usually do these often just because I never really know if this is the type of content that my listeners and you guys in general want to listen to, but I did put a poll up I think last week Just asking if you guys would want a personal reflection story on my recent solo trip to Paris and Milan. And if you guys are interested in just getting a better gist of solo travel and how to prepare for it and ways you can work towards traveling by yourself, I did recently drop an episode on this and I will link that in the show notes. I forget which episode number. I think it was episode 153 two no 153 if I'm not mistaken it could be also 154 but anyways it was specific about how you can actually travel solo and like the safety tips and all that and so because I wanted to focus that episode on the actual how to do it and what to do this one is going to be more focused on sharing what I really did in Milan and Paris and why i wanted to go in the first place so hopefully you guys are just listening to this uh when you're doing something mundane maybe going on a walk and you don't feel like listening to a motivational episode or like a conversational one because i get like that sometimes as well where i listen to a lot of informative conversations all the time that sometimes i just want to like listen to something really chill you know where it's like in the background and it's more personalized. So where do I begin? I guess I'll start with sharing why I decided on Paris and Milan in the first place. This was actually a delayed birthday trip of mine that I wanted to do for myself. My birthday was the end of February. I turned 25, which is (laughs) interesting to say because I feel like I turned 22 last year. So the time flies by, but I knew I wanted to Travel internationally, especially after most of COVID. You know, I know it's just going to be ongoing forever, but at some point, you got to get out there and, you know, live life and um, do your best. But it's funny because I actually was originally planning to go to Milan in December. So if you've been listening to my podcast since then, you probably remember that I mentioned that at some point. But basically, around that time, there was a spike in COVID. This was around the holidays. And so basically, I decided not to go to Milan. I was supposed to go like the second week of January. And I planned it that way because I wanted to go during winter. And, you know, for me, I actually like winter. Again, I was a figure skater. So, of course, I have to like the cold to some extent. And I didn't mind going during a time that was cold, but also that i felt like not many people uh, like tourists would be there and so i was originally gonna go uh in early january but realized like the timing didn't feel right and with everything going on and it seemed like it was a little bit more restricted in italy because of the spike and everything and at that point too i was actually only gonna go to milan i was gonna go to milan for five days completely on my own which all in all, when I look back, everything worked out for the better, as we typically end up realizing in hindsight. But uh, first and foremost, I would not have wanted to spend five days in Milan. I think that'd be way too much and not enough to do. Um, or, But like if I was going to be like in Milan for that long, then at the very least go in the spring, because I could take a day trip to Lake Como and all the other lakes that are only like one hour outside of the city. But yeah, like I said, really glad that I did not end up going because the springtime was the best time to go. And I, I know someone that lives in Milan and he told me that I really came at the perfect time as well just because the weather is great. When I was there, luckily it did not rain a single day because I know a week later after I left, it was raining for a few days and it was so nice in Milan because I got to walk around everywhere. And it was a bit more warm than in Paris. But also, like I said, I wasn't ever planning to go to Paris in the first place because I had already gone back in... I went there with my ex-boyfriend. This was like the first... This was the summer going into my sophomore year of college. So uh, fun times. But luckily, I went then because I had all of the tourist experience back then. So on this trip... I didn't want to do a lot of tourist stuff and I will say as well, even though I'm a confident solo traveler, I probably try my best to avoid tourist spots because especially in Paris, for example, I do know that the weird local people that really try to trick you and you know might be unsafe or you feel unsafe, they're more frequently around the tourist spots for obvious reasons, right? Because local people who live there or like who are who are not strong targets for these people, they are most likely not around those areas. Um, and even if they are, they speak French. So it's just like a whole different game, you know? If tomorrow was your last day, would you feel as though you have maximized your potential? How would you describe your perfect day with no limitations? How can you work towards achieving something as close to this? If not exactly that? And what is your dream life? Where is it? Who's there with you? And what does your Saturday look like versus a Monday? These are some of my favorite questions from the What Fulfills You card game. And I created this card game with the intention to help you on your journey of personal growth as actually all of these questions in this card game are questions that helped me in my own personal growth journey in my 20s. But even more than that, these questions help cultivate more purposeful and meaningful conversations, whether it's with your colleagues, your close friends, or date night. I love to play this on a night in with a few glasses of wine. Or now that it is spring and summer season, I think it's just so fun to bring this with you when you're hanging out at the park, especially for my fellow New Yorkers who like to hang out in Central Park, have a cheese board and just have some deep conversations. You can shop the card game online at whatfulfillsyou.com and since you are a listener of the show, you can get 10% off your purchase with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! But I'll start with Paris because that was the first part of my trip. I got there On a Monday and oh my gosh like the weather there was so amazing and I will say as well before going on this trip I felt really nervous about Paris more so than Milan because in Italy I knew I could speak some Italian whereas in France I from my past experience I remember that they're a little bit more stingy about speaking English However, it felt really different this time. I really had no issue with, you know, restaurants or people speaking English with me. Um, And, you know, they're really sweet about it. I don't know. I just will say, I know there was a, my, my friend from Germany, she told me years ago that before I went to my first time in Paris, she told me how... Paris lost its charm and I remember I mentioned that to a friend here in New York as well and he said that he also heard that from a friend in Europe and um, maybe that was a thing a couple years ago like around 2016-2015 just that Paris lost its charm but I will say it felt really different than the last time I was there and personally I will say I do think the city kind of changed a bit in a really good way it just felt more open and freeing, I guess you could say, similar to like the New York feeling. And um, it was so great too, because I actually walked around everywhere by myself. I even walked home from dinner every night on my own, like at 10 p.m. or 10.30 p.m. And the walk home from dinner would be like 25 minutes. So it's, it's interesting because I was sharing this with a friend that I've never done that in New York. Like I've never walked home from dinner um you know even if it was like a 10 minute walk there I don't know like I I just of course safety first I'm always like I will just go ahead and, and call an uber or call a taxi just to be safe but oddly enough I didn't feel the need to do that in Paris even though that's not my home city so um if you are considering going to paris and you have had concerns about safety and whether it's safe and um you know what to look out for trust me when i say i'm one of those travelers that's like super hyper aware of my surroundings and am very cautious about making sure i'm safe and I felt completely fine walking home, but then again, it's probably in part because of the neighborhoods I walk through where it is probably safer than other areas, so that plays a part as well. What was really fun about Paris is that I did get to meet up with a friend who I met in New York. She's a fellow blogger and freelancer, and we met up for a little bit. Um, We met up for a little bit. Her name is Candice. Shout out to you, Candice, if you are listening, but she is such a gem. And it's interesting because it's very similar to something i talk about a lot is about how you meet new people and how you make friends and her and i met on instagram because i think like we just liked each other's content we were following each other for a while and then at some point we realized like why don't we meet up like we're both in the city and so we arranged that so we actually only met once here in new york and then she went back to paris and she was here for i think seven months Um, which I think is amazing because she's only 21 or 22, and, you know, she's, like, traveling internationally and and living out here on her own, so I think that's amazing, but we got a chance to meet up, so I wasn't completely by myself in Paris, but for the most part, I will say, compared to Milan, I spent more of it exploring on my own, and... And I think the best part about Paris is if you go and if you are, you know, whether you have gone to the tourist spots or not, which I do say, of course, like go to the Eiffel Tower and, and go to some of the major spots but if you are similar to me and you don't have as much interest in going to the big touristy spots and or you have already done it before and you're going to go back for a second or third time then definitely wander around and just explore and take in the present moment. I'm sitting here thinking about that moment when I picked up a pastry and I walked all the way to the river and just sat down and you know I had my card game with me and I was reflecting on some of the questions and just sitting and just thinking and it felt really cool because I don't, you know, obviously I don't get to do that much here and on my daily life because I'm always on the go or focused on work and just trying to keep up with, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing. Whereas being over there, I allowed myself some downtime to literally just, Walk around and and do nothing and think and be at peace and feel the moment, like you know, being in a major city completely by myself and in a in a foreign city, you know. So I highly recommend that if that's something you are curious about or want to do in the future, is if you go to Paris, just walk around and explore, stop into the cafes and sit and eat lunch by yourself, ask people to take your photos. Like that's exactly what I did. And I had an amazing time in Paris and it was a really surprising and pleasant experience because um, I honestly came in being a little bit nervous about how I was going to be because I just wasn't sure if, uh, you know, they would be (laughs) like willing to speak English with me. But um, it was definitely better than it was a couple years ago. So after Paris, I was there for four days, which I really felt was the perfect time frame. I guess if I were to go back again, I would probably, I would love to go in the fall. I'm a sucker for fall season. I love, you know, coats and layers. But I also think their summer season is not too hot, if I remember correctly, because I went to Paris in, like, the end of June when I first went, and I remember I was still wearing like a cardigan and jeans, all of that, so I'm assuming it's not as humid if I remember correctly, so I'm sure summer is still a fun time to go, but then again, I think a lot of people travel to Europe during the summer, and fortunately because I have a flexible work schedule, because I create that myself, I want to go when it's cheaper, and aka that's just when less people are going. But yeah, I would probably try to go for one week next time or maybe I would consider because I know I can stay in Europe for up to 90 days I would totally consider doing one month or two months in Paris just for the experience because I never got to study abroad in a side tangent I'm pretty sure you can take the train but I saw that the train takes like six hours and the flight was an hour. And even though people were like, I have my um, travel friends who are very into cost efficiency and they were like, oh, but like on the train, you can work and you don't have the downtime at the airport. Honestly, the airport time was really fast. And I remember I was even afraid of getting lost at the airport, but I, you know, totally fine. But I flew to Milan and I was there for technically one extra day compared to Paris. And uh, like I said before, you don't really need that many days in Milan. And it's probably an underrated city too. Because I realize most people, when you go to Italy your first time, you're probably going to Venice or Rome. <laughs> but I love fashion. I love being in the fashion capitals of the world. So of course, I live here in New York. And you know I was in Paris and then I went to Milan. But Milan was, was fascinating to me because... I, I don't think people talk about it as much and um, there's, like, on the surface, there seems to be less to do. So with that being said, I think it's really helpful if you do know people there and could meet up with people on your trip if you are traveling solo. Yeah, it's I, th- I would say Milan is one of those cities where it's like really ideal if you have one friend there that could show you some more local spots because I would say like besides the Duomo and cathedral and you know all the essentials like like everything else is just so experience-based and would be more fun experiencing with someone that lives there but speaking of Milan super fun because I had a chance to meet a podcast listener so shout out to you Bianca if you are listening to this um, it was crazy because like I said, I mentioned that I was going to travel to Milan back in December and like, early, and like for my January trip. And she had reached out and mentioned, you know, that she lives in Milan, that she listens to the podcast. And then if I wanted to meet up or something of that nature, um, you know, like that she was open to it and would love to. And so I think I like remembered that vaguely. And I was like sitting in my hotel like on my first day or second day and I was just like kind of uh, brainstorming like what I wanted to do for that day. And then I remember that interaction came back to me. It was like very vague. I was like, oh, there's this girl that had mentioned that she, um, you know, lives here in Milan. So I found it in my messages deep in the DMs and then I like kind of filled up. I was like, hi, like, yeah, I'm totally open. And it was really cool. So we had a chance to have drinks and talk, and it was super fascinating to me to like meet a listener literally across the world. But what was even more funny is was but what was even more funny was that she is, I believe, like working on a marketing slash like communications campaign for Red Bull, and somehow I, I guess other students. I I'm not even like really re. I'm not even like saying this accurately i don't think but basically i think other students who she didn't know but they were doing another part of like the marketing campaign for red bull and they needed i guess you know they were looking they were just walking around i guess trying to find people that they could take photos of and take a video of for the campaign and they'd put like the red bull in and and all of that stuff so long story short there was like a 30 minute intermission where we were getting our photos taken and like videos taken of us pouring the Red Bull into like uh just I think it was it was vodka and ice and we were mixing it with Red Bull. And then there was like a game component to it. And I think long story short, there was something like a like a concert that was happening in August uh, that Red Bull was sponsoring. And I think this whole campaign was trying to bring more awareness to that and um it was originally it was just really funny because the the people who were taking our photos and like and this again this was like like professional photos and they were they had like a huge vlog camera all of that stuff and it's funny because they probably of course have no idea that Bianca and I had just met and you know while from the outside looking in it probably looked like we've been friends for a while that kind of thing so it was a super interesting experience um and I think this was like my second on my second day there it was like a Friday night then the next day I almost went to one of the lakes um Lake Como for a day but I just remember thinking like There was more for me to see in Milan and I wanted to have a chance to explore a little bit more, so I ended up not going, but I will say would recommend it if you have that extra day or if you don't feel like doing much more in Milan, definitely go out of the city for a day and go to the lakes. I think they like if you look up the tours, like they have buses or like different um, organizations that set up a group and you can go for a day and it's just very easy to go from Milan. As most of you have probably heard for a while now, I've been consistently drinking Magic Mind because not only does it taste so good, especially if you love a hint of matcha flavor, but this stuff helps me get into my flow state and I always feel a stronger sense of focus, which makes sense since it is a productivity drink. While I love coffee and I do make it every morning, when it comes to preparing for my workflow or wanting something to sip on before I get into my work, I always choose Magic Mind because, like I said, it helps me get into my flow state and it makes me feel more focused and productive. The best part is that it is all natural and I'm going to share with you a few key facts and ingredients. Number one, it is known to increase and improve productivity. It has very little caffeine and it only comes from matcha tea. It's a great alternative for coffee if you drink coffee for energy and focus. For me, like I said, I drink it more for just the pleasure of making coffee. So this one is definitely a better alternative if you prefer more of an energy-focused drink. It helps fight off fatigue and brain fog as well as some ADD symptoms. And lastly, it is all natural ingredients including adaptogens, matcha, and nootropics. If you've been considering it for a while, I highly, highly recommend you give this a try. I drink this every single day, no joke, and it comes in a box of 15 and I like it so much sometimes I drink two in a day, but... Disclaimer, it is not recommended. They do recommend one, but I just truly love it so much. And even better, you can enjoy 20% off your purchase with the code FULFILL at magicmind.co slash FULFILL during checkout. That's FULFILL, F-U-L-F-I-L-L at magicmind.co slash FULFILL on another tangent, something really interesting happened, so I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I know a guy in Milan, and I know him because we have a mutual friend, but we have never met, and we knew each other for, like, a couple of months, but we only, like, talked on, you know, like, WhatsApp or Instagram, and again, we have a mutual friend, but... (laughs) We were, I remember for a while ago, like when I was originally going to come over there, I think we were trying to meet up and like meet for the first time because, you know, we were just chatting back and forth for a while. But for other reasons, I decided that it was just probably not ideal to meet up, uh, just because of the context of how that might complicate um, some personal life things. But interestingly enough, I was walking on the street. I was on my way to the rooftop, like the cathedral, and like I was gonna do some, you know, touristy type things. And this was, I think, on Friday or sa- I think this was like Saturday morning. Um, and funny enough, I was walking and. There was these two guys in front of me, and as I'm, like, staring at the back of their heads, one of the guys, like, turns his head so I can, like, see his profile face, right? And then I realized, after, like, gazing at his face for a while, I was like, oh my god, this is him. So this is the guy that I knew and that I've, I've talked to for a while, and I ended up not saying anything in the moment because like I said I just kind of wanted to avoid meeting just just for you know other reasons and but we're friendly there's nothing like weird about it but I just was like oh my god what are the odds right like I'm in Milan and I'm literally crossing paths with you on the freaking street and then later on I ended up asking him like just to verify I was like were you walking on the street with your friend and and he asked me like to confirm what he was wearing and I was like you were I think wearing this and this and he was like yeah that was me so we were laughing because right it's like um the timing like what are the odds that we actually cross paths in Milan at the same time because you know the city is small but it's also like the You know, it's, it's it's kind of rare to have that experience. Um, but he was like, why didn't you say hi to me? Or like, why didn't you call me? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I was like nervous about it. Uh, but just like, uh, you know, there was always, I think, slight interest between us. But I am more or less like seeing someone else now. And I just knew that that probably wouldn't be the best situation to put myself in. Um, just in case that escalated in any way um but nonetheless it's funny how that works because you know that that question of does everything happen for a reason or do you have more control over like your life and the decisions and and like are you directing that and I've always believed it's 50-50 and I think that's a prime example because the timing of life right there like literally we crossed paths at the same time however the other component also involves one of us more in, in this case me taking action on it and you know I'm sure there would have been a different outcome had I actually said hi called his name out and was like hey you know how's it going kind of thing um, but I didn't just because of where I'm at in life right now and so some people might find the comfort in saying well everything happens for a reason it wasn't meant to be that kind of thing, but honestly, I've never been able to wrap my head around that thought. I've just always been like, you know, timing presents itself in interesting ways and it's really up to you to take advantage of it, take initiative or to not and let it be and, and move forward with your life. So I feel like I did the latter there. But I will say, something I really miss about Milan, I mean, besides the very well-dressed people, because I swear everyone wears a blazer in Milan, which <laughs> made me feel great, because that I, I wear a blazer all the time myself, and I have this Italian friend that would, like, in New York, that would call me out and be like, oh, you're always so dressed up. I'm like, the fuck? I mean, or don't you dress up over there uh, where he's from? But besides that, because I love dressing well every single day, I do miss the amazing croissants the I would say people someone asked me are the croissants better in Italy or France I'm like honestly I think they're about the same um maybe France but I don't know they they but they both taste freaking del- they both taste freaking delicious but also I really miss the price of coffee over there you guys it was probably like I don't know maybe maybe two euros or like 170 like yeah it was much much cheaper than here in the us i really miss that because over here you know it's like six seven bucks for coffee now you know so i don't love spending that much on coffee and and that's why i try to make it at home But yeah, on the last day, I was able to go see the middle finger statue (laughs) that uh, a listener had sent over to me over Instagram and said, I know you're going to Milan, you need to go find the statue. And it was in like the financial center or financial district, if you will, of Milan. And I was like, there it is. So I took a photo of it. But on the last day, I also had a chance to just hang out with some friends in Italy who are actually all New Yorkers. But two of them, they're married. They happen to live part time in Milan and part time in New York. And then the other one just happened to be in Milan during the same weekend. So, very interesting timing. But that experience with like friends there made me realize like, Milan is definitely a city where you do want to ideally be with locals, like I said earlier, or like be with Italian people that know the city well or know the environment well even if they don't live there necessarily whereas Paris was very calming and probably more enjoyable as a solo traveler Um, so I kind of got lucky with having people to meet up with of course in both cities but I had more to meet up with in Milan and I think that really emphasized my experience there but yeah I guess I will say the next time I go to Italy I will probably go to Rome because I feel like that's you know, a must, and then Florence, definitely uh, another place I would want to go, and honestly, I've considered as well, just in the future, maybe sometime in the next two years, that I would live over in Europe, probably sometime in the spring season, I would live there for two to three months, and then come back home to New York, because New York will always feel like a home base for me, and I was thinking about this the other day as well, like, like most of you guys know, I lived in LA uh, for the past few years and or I mean LA and Orange County, but you know, LA is easier for those of you who are not familiar with California. And I just like a year ago, I was living in LA and I just can't imagine like what like what I would be doing there right now. Like I it's really really weird to feel that way about not being able to picture myself in the city that I was just in a year ago like I can't really picture me in that apartment anymore or like driving around or like who I'd be spending time with because I did have a much smaller circle in LA and all of them actually left as well like one of them is here in New York with me and then the other one is in Nashville so it's interesting to think about how much has changed in just a year so we'll see. If you have been a long-time listener, then <laughs> we'll catch up on my thoughts in six months or to a year and see where I'm at mentally and emotionally. But yeah, that was all for this personal reflection story on my little travel rendezvous to Paris and Milan. Again, I highly recommend traveling solo if you can, if you want to, if that's a desire. Um, and, and definitely just getting out there and exploring different parts of the world if you haven't yet. Whether you're from the US, Canada, Asia, Europe, I know I have listeners everywhere, which is, again, so mind-boggling to me. But I highly encourage everyone to make it a priority to explore and learn about other cultures around the world and get to experience them even for just a few days. It does make a huge difference, believe it or not. I'm always so fascinated and come back really grateful to be able to live here in New York City, but also to be able to have the friendships and connections I have around the world because I think that is truly what makes life colorful and impactful and, of course, fulfilling to be able to connect with people around the world. So that was all for today's episode. I hope this was a fun little travel story reflection. If you learned something or enjoyed something within this episode, please let me know, especially on this one. I'm really curious to know if this was even useful or if you guys like when I do more personalized solo talks like this. Um, just DM me on Instagram at Emily E Duong or the podcast Instagram at what fulfills you? And as always, if you are a podcast listener, you get ten percent off the card game with the code What Fulfills You ten at checkout at what fulfills you.com This is such a fun game for the spring and summer season. If you guys like to do a little picnic or wine night, or you're just spending time outside, and you know hanging out, catching up with people. It's a really great way, I think, to kick off some deep conversations and to learn more about yourself. So thanks again for tuning in today. I would chat with you guys in the next episode.